How then will they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how are they to believe in him of whom they have never heard? And how are they to hear without someone preaching? And how are they to preach unless they are sent? This is Romans chapter 10, verses 14 and 15. And this is Missions Incorporated, episode number 260. Thank you for being with us today. Today we're going to go ahead and look at a topic related to missions. And the topic for today uh, in this brief episode will be unreached people groups. Unreached people groups. Uh, That's our topic for today. If this is your first time with us, my name is Jesse Schreck, and I'm the founder and director of Practical Missions Cohort, serving in the country of Italy as a missionary, church planter, evangelizing, making disciples of Jesus Christ, and working together to plant biblical churches for the Italian people. Uh, Today, we're going to go ahead and dive into this topic together and uh, look at a couple different things that are on my mind in regards to this topic. All right. Now, before we jump into the topic, I just wanted to mention briefly here a little bit of an announcement or uh, publicity of sorts. Uh, there's an upcoming missions webinar called VIA, which Practical Missions Cohort is putting on. This is scheduled for November 13th, Saturday, from 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until noon. A two-hour event where you can gather together uh, with your family, with friends, by yourself, with your entire church, with a small group, and you can participate in this missions webinar by joining the 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 live stream when you register you'll get access to the live stream so you can be there uh, as we do this you won't be visible on the screen but you can be there and in the chat you can leave questions and comment and do things like that and hear this event as it's happening live so we'll be having an exhortation related to missions why we do missions what are biblical missions and uh, why italy some things about italy we'll learn as well and then we'll have uh, numerous uh, Italian songs during this time. Uh, we'll have talks about what's going on in Italy today with PMC, uh, the outreach ministry and all the different things going on there, numerous VA or avenues to get involved in the global mission of Jesus Christ, and in particular with practical missions cohorts in the country of Italy, and uh, a time of question and answer, and a couple special guests uh, that are going to be sharing on specific topics uh, as well. So be sure to check that out, practicalmissions.org forward slash VIA, which is V-I-A, if you you want more information, and we encourage you to go ahead and sign up and join us for that event. We're, we're confident that you will be blessed as you join in and participate. Another brief announcement before we jump into our topic for today is uh, the Italian Cohort. This is PMC's new online community for furthering the gospel in Italy. If you want a more personal way to be involved uh, while you're at home and praying and sending and a part of the ministry in that way, if you want to get the latest updates uh, sooner than everybody else, or if you want to be a part of a, a chat community and things like this, a private forum, we're using a Slack channel dedicated, and it's uh, for this purpose, for creating community with our ministry partners and those involved in the ministry, and those who will be getting involved in the ministry uh, to stay in touch with us. Uh, so it's uh, if you go to the, the homepage of practicalmissions.org, scroll down a little bit, you'll find this link here, the Italian cohort, and you can click on join the Italian cohort, and you'll be given access to join into that private Slack channel uh, where you can be joining on the community and be involved. Uh, so it's a good way to get updates, a good, good way to chat, to keep in touch, and uh, join a missions-focused uh, community, and maybe even gain some new insight or share some insight uh, into uh, for your own personal benefit as well. So be sure to, to check that out. Uh, we would encourage you. All right, so the topic for today, as I mentioned, is um, uh, 
unreached people groups. We'll go ahead and uh, jump into that a little bit. Uh, the reason this came to mind as a, a good topic for our, our series of short topics related to missions, evangelism, and church planting in Italy is because we heard about this uh, reality of the unreached people groups when we attended the Radius International Missiology Conference this past summer. And I heard it said there, and it was a good state statement they made, that um, an unreached people group they would classify as a, a people group that does not have the Word of God translated into their language. And I don't think any of us would argue against that. I think we would all agree, absolutely, if, uh, if there's a people group that does not yet have the Word of God translated into their language, they definitely need to be reached. Because God's, uh, yeah, His His world, His creation reveals God to us, but it's not enough for us to be saved. We need to hear, as I read in the text when we opened our podcast today, episode today, uh, that they can't believe if they don't hear. Uh, someone has to go and proclaim the gospel for people to be saved. They can know God exists. We all do. We're all without excuse. Romans 1 teaches us. But we need to hear the gospel preached. We need His Word the special revelation of God to understand the way of salvation and how we can be reconciled to God, made right with God. So the, it's absolutely true, definitely a good statement that they made, that an unreached people group is a, is a people group that does not have the Word of God translated. Uh, so very good. I've also heard uh, other people uh, suggest that an unreached people group is any people group that is less than 2% evangelical. So a people group that is less than 2% evangelical, it would be considered an unreached people group in need of the gospel. They're not able to reach their own people with that low of a number on their own. They need help. And uh, now, for example, I think the the U.S. is something like 20% or more evangelical, something like this. Italy, uh, depending who you ask, uh, would say it's either 1% or less than 1%. I go with a group that's less than 1% because at least in the regions where I've been working these last 13, 14 years or so, uh, are definitely less than 1%. And even when we calculate the higher number, which is 1%, uh, within that group, sometimes is even counted Mormons and Jehovah Witnesses and any kind of Protestant, totally liberal uh, or, or, or totally uh, erroneous teaching, just uh, leading people astray. It's more of a works-based gospel, prosperity gospel often. And they classify everybody in that lump. But real Bible-believing Christians... Uh, with a good understanding of the God of the Bible, the biblical gospel, uh, what it means to be saved, how one is saved, who the God of the Bible actually is, that's a very small number in Italy still today. So Italy is in that category here, though they do have the Bible translated and it's been translated for them for a long time, they don't have uh, more than 2% evangelical. They're significantly less than one, uh, 2% evangelical. Uh, so the statement there at the beginning that uh, a people group without the Bible uh, is indeed accurate and true, I would say. Uh, if they don't have the Word of God translated, they are unreached. Um, but then there exist countries like uh, like this one here in Italy where they do have the Bible, but yet they're still unreached. And uh, there's so few believers, they're just not able on their own, it seems, to reach everybody around them. They need help, and that's why there's need for missions in Italy to come alongside the Italian believers and help them to reach their people, uh, because the greatest need in Italy today is for that word, which they happen to have translated, they need to hear that word. They need to be taught the gospel and the way of salvation. Uh, it's not enough, I would argue, to have the word of God. If the, uh, we just think of the Old Testament, uh, the people of God, often the, the, the word of God would get lost at times and they would find it again and, and realize oh we haven't done what God said and uh, so it's one thing to have the word of God but it's another thing to be taught properly the word of God and to abide there uh, as well and that's where Italy comes into the picture because they have it but they're not taught the word of God and I'll mention a couple things here uh, as we go into this topic and uh, to, to, to drive home this point here um, that, that one cannot know God rightly uh, for salvation without that spef- special revelation the word of God being taught to them 
So as I mentioned, Italy has the Word of God translated, but they do not know, the average person does not know the Gospel, and nor does it have many biblical churches. So for, for that reason, it's unreached, uh, because the Word of God is not read here in Italy today, and it's not known. Uh, a fact you may not have heard before is that Italy, actually, in all of Europe, has the second lowest Bible literacy rate. Uh, the last time I heard that was a few years back. It probably hasn't changed, but if it did, they're either the first uh, lowest Bible literacy rate, or maybe the third, but they were the second at that time, second lowest biblical literacy rate in all of Europe is the country of Italy where the Roman Catholicism dominates and goes out. There's definitely need for the gospel, for missions to happen in the country of Italy. And it was said also a few years back, only till recently uh, in history, uh, there was a number of years where it was actually illegal in certain regions of Italy to read the Bible. It was illegal to do that. And after it became legal, nobody ever bothered to pick it up. The, the, the problem here is that for many people, uh, there, there's two erroneous understandings here, I would say. One, uh, they think the Bible is not clear, the average person in Italy today. The Bible is not clear. Only a priest can read it and understand it. And if, if you're an evangelical, you've been born in the Spirit of God, you know, uh, even as Luther, I think, said, even a, a simple plowman, or maybe it was Spurgeon, a simple plowman armed with the Word of God, reading it, is more capable than any uh, of the popes, uh, he argued. Uh, so, the Bible is very clear. God does desire. It's his nature to, to communicate to us his word. He's given it to us in a way that is understandable, and with a little bit of study, it can be well interpreted and understood, and there, there, there are ways for us to properly read the Bible. Now, there's dangers in that where some people read it and take it out of context. We see that today in evangelicalism. Uh, that's an issue, but it's more important to be reading it and applying yourself to studying it properly, knowing God's will, knowing his word well. That's how we live as Christians. We need his word. It's food for our soul. Uh, we can't go long without the Word of God if we really are uh, a Christian. So an erroneous thought, though, that is, and in any case held in this land, is that it is the Word of God is unclear. That's not true at all. Uh, a Christian affirms that the Word of God is clear. It is understandable. Uh, and then we would argue for the sufficiency of Scripture here as well. Uh, the average person here would argue that it's not sufficient uh, because they've been taught that apostolic tradition is necessary. You have the Word of God, and right next to it in, in, in authority is the apostolic tradition, and the two of them go together to reveal what God wants us to know. And the problem is that apostolic tradition seems, anyway, to change all the time, depending on the Pope at the time, and so on. Uh, so that is fallacious. That's not proper. The written Word of God does not change, and for that reason, it's authoritative and valuable as well, because it doesn't change. It's the Word of God uh, abides forever, and, and for that reason, we can study it, analyze it, know it, and live according to God's revealed will, which does not change. So two erroneous thoughts in this land that happen is it's the Bible's not clear, they would say. That's wrong. And the Bible is, is not sufficient. That also is wrong. And uh, so... They have the Word of God, but unfortunately, they're not reading it. Our big prayer is always to get people simply reading the Word of God, because it is so clear, it is so powerful, penetrating the heart, transforming the mind, renewing us, bringing us to life. There's such power in the Word, in, inspired by the Spirit of God, breathed out by God the Holy Spirit, and still today, accompanied by God the Holy Spirit. So our greatest uh, desire is always getting people reading the Word, and the Word does the rest. The Holy Spirit does the rest. Now, I have a couple side notes here as we close out this short topical for today, uh, just related to this topic. And uh, here we have uh, this reality that when missionaries go to lost tribes, I wrote this down, when missionaries go to lost tribes, they often are ill-treated. Uh, but often they're they, they're, uh, they're welcome because they bring medicine and tangible helps. So, yeah, typically when missions go into the tribes or those areas that don't have the Word of God translated for them, they can be either treated badly 
and uh, maybe even eaten at times by them, by cannibals, depending what kind of tribe it is. Uh, or they just endure a lot of suffering from the bugs and uh, different things and lack of normal uh, necessities being met and these kinds of things. Uh, but when they bring, when they go to those tribes, often they bring medicine, little pills, things that these people have never seen before, little pills that can take away their pain, little pills that can heal their maladies and so on. And as a result, uh, their the, the tangible ways of helping them opens a great door and ear for them to proclaim the word and these people hear and believe. Often God works through that and it's a great blessing that those folks have. Uh, it's a great opportunity that's given to us when we go to those tribes. Now the work is hard to get there. It's hard to be sustained in those kinds of places and it's hard to do translation work. That kind of work, that kind of missionary work it takes a long sacrifice, a lot of work to put their language into writing, which many of these tribes don't even have a written language yet. That's very, very complex and it's a hard work. Uh, but the blessing they have in doing that is when they bring those uh, those they can help meet tangible needs like that, they get an ear uh, for what they're saying. Now, Italy, on the other hand, is a little bit different. A side note here, uh, Italy, no one wants you here or needs you in Italy. You come to Italy, they're not excited when you come as a missionary. They're not welcoming you because you're bringing medicine they don't have. They're not welcoming you because you bring clothes they've never seen. Uh, the average Italian actually thinks he eats better and lives better than you do as an American, and he might think you're you're lesser uh, in some regards. Now, on the other hand, they, they value you and they're maybe jealous of you because they understand in America, till now, there's been great prosperity and great uh, influence, and, and you've been able to do anything you set yourself out to do in America, you can because of those freedoms that have been established there for us, a solid foundation built uh, a biblical foundation laid there thanks to those good Puritans who came before us and uh, brought the Word of God, the law of God, into the reality of America to lay a solid foundation which created flourishing for people. Uh, so they might not, they, they might uh, value you more because uh, you come from a place like that. But in any case, they don't want you in Italy. When you show up, they're not excited like maybe a tribe would be when you can bring them pills that they don't have. Uh, so uh, the people in Italy here, they're, they're fine. Uh, we cannot offer them something physically. Silver and gold, as John and Peter said when they came into the temple one day, silver and gold we don't have, but what we do have, you can have. Uh, and they told them to stand up in the name of Jesus Christ. Uh, in Italy, we have to be about, here's the point, we have to be about the pure gospel proclamation and evangelism. We get right to the heart of the matter when working in Italy. We can't be doing uh, side things. There's nothing we can really offer them that they don't have except for maybe teaching English. But we get right to the heart of the matter. Gospel proclamation, evangelism, and church planting. Uh, we have a unique challenge here. Uh, the nature of this context, it's Roman Catholic, even post Catholicism is a reality here, and, and secularism. So these are some of the challenges we face here. We don't have bugs and, and jungles and, and cannibals and things like this, but we do have the, the spiritual jungle here of Roman Catholicism, post-Catholicism, and a secularist culture. That for sure is a challenge that we have here in a spiritual jungle of sorts. Uh, but we have, uh, we have our, our hope, which is in the gospel, because it's the gospel that is the power to save. And uh, our greatest need here in Italy, knowing that uh, even though they have the Word of God, uh, our greatest need is missionaries to come and evangelize, uh, bring the gospel to the lost, evangelize individuals, groups, families, people, uh, and to labor in the trenches here uh, so people can be saved, discipled, and more biblical churches planted then as a, as a result. So our topic today was unreached people groups. Just a shorter episode. I'm just hitting on that little topic, some random thoughts that I put down, uh, but the reality here of, of Italy and uh, the need for the gospel to go forward, and even though they have the Word of God, it still is an unreached people group. Thank you for joining us today on episode number 260 of the PMC podcast called Missions Incorporated. Uh, God bless you, and until the next time. Ciao, ciao.
The PMC Media Ministry exists to incorporate Christians into the Lord's mission of evangelism, discipleship, and church planning in Italy so others can flourish in Jesus' global mission whether they go or they stay. Thank you for being a part of the ministry. To learn more about what we do and how you can be involved, visit practicalmissions.org. If you like the podcast, we encourage you now to come on over and join us on the inside. If you love Jesus Christ, you love this podcast, you love the Italian people, you love the church of Jesus Christ, it's the perfect place for you to meet other people and uh, see and understand more about the Italian culture and what is going on with Practical Missions Cohort in the Italian context. Look forward to seeing you over there. God bless.